know what time it is, the clock's not wrong All blown up on ringscoops.com We bring a unique take on the world of pro wrestling It's evident, no debate, we're better than we ever been We do it like no other podcast can We're the best, get hit with the suplex, man So don't get it twisted like a sharpshooter Yo, here we go, here we go Brainbuster, piledriver, moonsault, tombstone Superman punch to the dome Hey, what's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another episode of All Blown Up right here on ringscoops.com and anchor.fm slash ringscoops. I'm your host, that ringscoops guy. Recording this on Tuesday, May 26th at 9.54 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, Using some different equipment, Uh, the last couple of weeks... I've been recording the podcast on my desktop computer using my all my studio equipment, my condenser mic and the mic arm and using Audacity and all that good stuff and just using the whole shebang. Uh, tonight, uh, I'm recording this on the iPad. Now, I've recorded podcasts before on the iPad. Um, I've used my Xbox headset, but this time uh, I, I dug out one of my old microphones and kind of tweaked it tweaked with it for a little bit um and it works so far um i say so far like i'm expecting it to break or something right hopefully it doesn't um it's the uh, i'm using my my old samson go mic it's a very very small condenser mic um so if the audio quality is a little different that's that's why using a different mic different setup um, doing everything I possibly can to block out some background noise, block out the fans. I have a fan right in front of me. It's a damn hot day and a hot night today. So I apologize in advance if the quality is not up to par as what you guys uh, have, have come to know uh, here on All Blown Up or anything else on ringscoops.com. But anyway, um, on the podcast tonight, I really don't have... It's like a loose, like extremely loose and on the fly kind of format tonight. Um, more on the fly. I mean, I have a bullet point of like a couple of things I want to talk about. One of the things that I listed on my marker board that I wanted to talk about tonight, I never got around to doing it. So I was going to talk about the Undertaker special. I want to watch the first episode. I need to watch the other two. Um, I can't really comment too much on that except for like what I've seen in the first episode of it. So I'll just quickly brush over that just real real quick since it was a couple weeks ago. But I really enjoyed that first episode of, of The Undertaker's special on the WWE Network. I thought it was very well produced. It's interesting to, to get a, a backstage glimpse, behind the scenes glimpse at The Undertaker. And I know, like over the years, like we've seen little tiny pieces here and there, you know, him doing interviews or, or whatnot out of character. We, we know what he's like out of character, to a degree. But this is like the first time that we're ever seeing like this hardcore look and this glimpse at Mark Calloway, like the psyche behind not just the character but the man himself. Uh, you know, in that first episode, he was talking about you know the concussion at WrestleMania 30 against Brock Lesnar. He doesn't remember anything, and how Vince McMahon, uh, you know, left WrestleMania to you know for the first time ever too, while the show was still going on, and Vince McMahon went to make sure that the Undertaker was all right, 
at the hospital. Um, it was just it's very. I, I don't know how else to put it other than it's just well put together. It's 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 different to a degree than other documentaries that WWE has has, has done on their network. This is one of the best presentations that I've seen all around. Not just in wrestling, not just from the WWE. I've watched my fair share of you know documentaries in the past, and this is up there. This is and it's three years in the making too. I mean, three or four years. They followed them around for forever since 2017 and whatnot um, to get in the mind of the Undertaker when he was going into this match against Roman Reigns. How that was going to be his last match. They never announced that it was his last match. They never said it was his last match, which to this day still kind of, you know, I tease some of my friends that always, oh, remember when The Undertaker retired and then came back? Pepperidge Farm remembers. You know, I, that kind of shit, right? And I just, I kind of toy with them. I said, well, you know, to be fair, it was never advertised as a retirement match. The Undertaker never retired. He strongly implied that he was retired by the way he left the arena that night. But, there was no official, you know, thing. The mo- the closest that we are getting now to an official, you know, confirmation that that was supposed to be his last match is this this uh, special here. But I remember two years ago, even a year ago, I was busting my 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 friend Kristen's balls on Twitter about that. But it's funny because you know that was two years ago, one year ago. That wasn't now. This information is just now getting out. And there's probably going to be one little lunatic out there. It's going to be like, well, yeah, I already knew. I knew everything that was going on backstage, you know, all that good stuff. And then they're lying. No, nobody knew except for the WWE, okay? The Undertaker, Mark Calloway and his wife, Michelle McCool, and, and The Undertaker, uh, Vince McMahon and all them. They're the only ones that knew. I didn't know. You didn't know. Come on, man. Stop playing each other. We're not We're not insiders. A lot of us try to pretend we are. I I used to really pretend to be an insider. Not so much. I'll tell you. I'll tell you my own experiences in the business, from the level that I got, very very small level, you know, doing commentary work and DVD work and editing and all that stuff and running some websites, doing a lot of technical stuff, but being in the locker room out here in SoCal in the indie scene, you know, you I've seen some stuff. Nothing to say that I'm an expert but I can tell you what my experiences are. But anyway, back to the Undertaker special. Um, I can't wait. I mean, maybe when I'm done recording this, I'll, I'll, I'll turn it on and watch watch one of the episodes, uh, episode two. I think we have to wait two weeks for the uh, fourth episode to come out. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it's supposed to be, what, a five or six part miniseries? So, I mean, we're, we're halfway there. But uh, yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough just for off that first episode my buddy mac told me that the second episode makes the first one just pale in comparison so that really really gets me excited so i, I can't wait to, to watch more of the undertaker's special so that's my thoughts on that uh moving along um before i get into like the big heavy topics i want to talk about some uh some real small things here that um that i was reading before I hit the record button, um, piece of news here, uh, I got a couple pieces of news regarding uh, trademarks and professional wrestling. Um, it's just funny, I don't even have my monitor headphones in. What the hell is wrong with me? I should put those in. I have no idea how this is sounding right now. There we go, that's a little better. I can hear myself now. 
uh, hopefully the audio quality is, uh, is, is up to date or not up to date, but you know, up to, up to par. Um, this news here from PW Insider written by Mike Johnson says, uh, world wrestling entertainment filed a new trademark on the initials WCW on May 18th, 2020. The trademark filing was for goods and services in the form of cardboard and paper hang tags, cardboard packaging, paper packaging, packaging, namely blister cards, paper for writing and packaging. There's just a whole lot of stuff, man. Vinyl, plastic clings, posters, decals, magazines, everything, you name it. Uh, <coughs> my apologies on that, Jesus. Um, and of course, Chrome just took a crap on me right there. But uh, is this one going to load up for me? Here we go. I'm trying to do like the split screen thing where I got the recorder on one side. And I got the web browser on the other. There we go. Uh, some more wrestling uh, trademark. Well, actually, no, no. Let me real quick give my thoughts on the WCW trademark thing. I think it's very interesting um, that they are uh, filing the trademark or renewing the trademark for the initials WCW. Who knows if they're going to do it for like the actual, you know, what it stands for, World Championship Wrestling. Oh, no. But it's very interesting, the timing of that. Um, because Cody Rhodes and AEW are you know, bringing back a lot of the old, um, names and gimmicks and whatnot that Dusty Rhodes had come up with and created over the years. And they were, they were WCW properties. And Cody Rhodes is, is, is getting some of them back and putting them in his name that have been abandoned over the years by the WWE. And now WWE bringing WCW, getting their, their name, back is is very interesting to me i think it's a smart move considering you know they own the video library they got it on the network and whatnot so can you imagine if somebody else just come along and took wcw you know they would have i i don't know exactly because i'm not i'm not a, a trademark or a copyright uh you know expert by any stretch of the imagination um <laughs> hell i i'm not even uh, a stickler too much for you know the detail you know details and, and and what the laws are and what the districts are and whatnot i'm just i'm i'm just starting to learn a lot of this stuff i'm i'm barely even at the level that i would feel comfortable trying to trying to uh do a, a paralegal position from from anybody um but uh yeah you know the, it's just a smart move if uh, WCW, you know, stays with the WWE, is what I'm trying to say. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this this episode here is a, a ex very very experimental episode with this with this equipment, this method of recording, and the fact that I I don't have a strict format. I'm just kind of flying with it. I have no idea how long this episode is going to be. It's probably not going to be the average all blown up length but uh, more trademark news in the world of professional wrestling the former Zack Ryder applied to trademark major player and it's for goods and services with bandanas hats pants shirts sweatshirts hooded sweatshirts um, it's also an entertainment in the nature of wrestling contests 
entertainment services, namely live appearances by a professional wrestler and a sports entertainment personality, pretty much so he can use. Um, so, yeah, with, you know, providing video podcasts in the field of professional wrestling sports, um, wrestling news and information via global computer network. And the other trademark that was filed was from uh, Jordan Grace. She uh, she applied the Hasset. Uh, goods and services for bandanas, hats, pants, shirts, sweatshirts, hooded sweatshirts, or whatnot. And pretty much the exact same thing as uh, as Zack Ryder's, you know, for uh, entertainment in the, in the nature, professional wrestling contests, uh, entertainment services, and whatnot, live appearances by professional wrestlers, yada, yada, yada. Okay. So, let me get rid of that. Uh, the big thing that I want to talk about this week um, uh, it's a hot topic going on in the world professional wrestling. It's a hot topic outside of wrestling too. It's been a hot topic for a long time, especially since the uh, you know the the age of the internet. It's been going on forever. It's been going on before the internet. It's even more prominent on the internet because of uh, people being able to maintain uh, being you know anonymous and whatnot. And that is bullying, and most specifically cyberbullying. Last week. Last week we we lost in 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 this great sport and and in this world we lost a great person. Um, we lost a very young individual due to cyberbullying, and um, her name is Hana Kamura, and there was a couple of trolls online that just really hammered in on her on Twitter and social media and whatnot. It's a very dark situation. Um, like I don't know all of the details, but I know roughly, you know what happened, which was that something about her, um, being on, on, on a Netflix special or whatnot and some people that were on there or fans of the show or whatnot you know had a gripe with her and they took it to social media and they went they went above and beyond being an asshole and she she unfortunately took her own life and that's just that's heartbreaking man it really is you know I just I, I can't understand what goes through the thought process in somebody's mind that says, you know, they wake up that day and say, you know what, I'm gonna harass somebody. You know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on social media and you know cause somebody to do what she did. That's I just I I can't comprehend it, man. I really and maybe I'm glad that I can't comprehend it because if I was able to understand it, then I, that'd be kind of scary, right? If you, if you're able to understand that kind of mindset, that kind of, you know, that kind of psycho, then that would be a scary thing. I, I was, I, I've, I've been bullied a lot. Um, in my younger days, for sure, definitely in school, you know, back in the nineties, you know, when I was a real, real little kid, you know, I, I was, a high energy, high strung, uh, skinny little little bastard running around with all the energy in the world. 
But by like fourth, fifth grade, you know, I packed on some weight. And I was having a lot of back problems. Yeah, I had scoliosis. It was a f severe case of scoliosis. By the time I was in my sophomore year of high school, it, it transitioned into a Sherman's kyphosis, where I was forced to have, you know, back surgery. And I had a lot of people in school, you know, bully me about my weight, make fun of me about my weight, tease the shit out of me, man. And, uh, you know, I... <sighs> It was tough. It really was. You know, I got through it, though. Uh, wrestling helped me get through it. It got my mind off of a lot of things. It made me want to uh, pursue some kind of a career or an avenue into this industry. Um, and like I said, you know, like I, I had back problems, too. had, you know, this uh, Sherman's kyphosis, which is a, it's a very severe you know, uh, deformation of the spine with, um, with scoliosis, the spine curves, but it also curves to like either the, the right, mainly the right, sometimes the left, but kyphosis also goes forward as well. And the doctors had told me that if I didn't have back surgery, but by the time I would be 20, I'd be, you know, 90 degree angle and that I'd be standing up, staring at my knees and I get a lot of kids at school, junior high and high school, picking on me, calling me Quasimodo, Quasimodo from, uh, you know, the, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, just a, horrible things, man. So, you know, I had a weight problem. I had a back problem. You get those together. And then, of course, you know, I get my back surgery. That goes that goes awry. Um, when I was 15 years old, been in a wheelchair, since, you know, since I was 15. I'll be 37 this year. And kids weren't kids weren't kind back then about the wheelchair either. Some of them weren't kind nowadays. I still get stares and it eats at me. I'll be very honest, be very open with you right here, right now. Sometimes it gets to me. At the age of 36 going on 37, I still have a lot of anxiety problems because of my weight. Not so much my back. My back is okay. I'm not hunched over anymore. But, you know, got the, the whole disability in the wheelchair thing. I, I'm very paranoid about a lot of that stuff. I get very self-conscious about people staring at me and whatnot. I get self-conscious. I go to people's homes that I've never been to before or in public places, and I, I just feel really weird if, if somebody's trying to make accommodations for me. Something as simple as moving a chair or an object for me to get by, I get weirded out by that kind of stuff. Somebody grabbing a door for me, just... I get really weirded out by a lot of that stuff. And some people still tease the crap out of me about that. In the early days of me doing a lot of online things, I had a lot of people on different forums and message boards and whatnot and messengers just harass the crap out of me. And there's people that did that back then that are trying to be cool with me today and try to put on this, this um, you know, this this front that they're so anti-bullying and, and they're very uh, um, all-inclusive, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And it's just funny to me to see them like that because I know damn well that they're only doing that because today's society says that that's the cool thing to do and they want to fit in. Not saying that, it, you know, that people shouldn't, you know, be about that kind of stuff. That's cool. If they really are about that, that's fine. That's cool, man. But I still remember some of the people to, to this day that 
used to grieve the crap out of me online back then. And it would drive me nuts because I never started stuff intentionally started stuff with people and people would constantly try to put me down use my weight my disability against me and whatnot and it just ate at me today to this day it still does recently i just got a dm on twitter from somebody let me pull this up i'm not going to read the complete uh dm okay because it it was it was horrible uh, well, there was a lot of language, especially towards the end. There was t- two words that I, I don't want to repeat. But the DM says, you fat fucking piece of shit, just stop. Nobody reads your blogs, no one listens to your crappy podcast, and no one thinks you're cool. You're just a dumbass fat fucking gimp WWE mark. Your dick probably don't even work. And then, I'm not even going to repeat the last three words. Um, just... And this was just a couple of days ago. And I get this, not on a daily basis. I used to. But I, I get it enough. You know? I get it enough. And it's a little easier nowadays to just forget about it. Because I got a lot of things to keep me preoccupied, keep me busy. But it still hurts. I may not dwell on it for a long time like I used to like 10-15 years ago you know somebody would send me something like that yeah it, it would put me in a depressive spin maybe for a couple of weeks now maybe an hour or two you know maybe maybe a day but I got a lot of things to keep me preoccupied um, when I got that DM in particular I decided to screenshot it and put it out there to the world and I censored the person's name, and uh, one of my friends from, from the wrestling industry, Gary Yap, sent me a, a very nice message, you know, showing support. And it, he he encouraged me uh, to next time not to censor out the person's name to put them on blast. And I pretty much told him, I said, I, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to specifically put somebody out there like that because if they're going to the lengths of, of having to do that, then that means that they get they got they got something wrong with themselves, and it would be in poor taste for myself to add on to that. So I'm not going to put anybody on blast, even if they do something like that, because obviously they've got something going on in their lives that just is is horrible enough for them to to have to do that. Um. And recently too. Uh, just in the last 24 to 48 hours this whole thing with Alexa Bliss and uh, I'm not going to mention the dude's name but we all we all know who it is um, he said some very unflattering things about Alexa Bliss and his argument about it is that he was being uh, he was critiquing and not bullying and I could see where he's coming from in his argument on that, but I don't agree with it. Um, there, you know, you can critique stuff all you want, but you don't have to go the route that he did. He just took it to the extreme, the stuff that he said. The way that he had um, used his platform, I think, was very irresponsible. 
and unfortunately, a day after Alexa called him out on Twitter about it, unfortunately, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people decided that they were going to track down information about this dude. They they started sending him death threats. They started calling his parents, leaving text messages of parents. And I, 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 that's just wrong too, guys. Come on, man. Alexa didn't um, send anybody. No, nobody in the WWE, you know, those that stood up for Alexa, nobody told these people to do that. So I don't think, and I don't feel that, that, that anybody in the WWE should be responsible for that. It's an unfortunate circumstance that comes with the territory with that kind of stuff. When, when you are dealing with celebrities and people of public interest, unfortunately, there's a lot of sick people out there that think they're trying to do good, but they're doing worse. And that's just, ah, come on, it's just a sticky situation. All that, and apparently, I guess that guy did apologize in a video. But, you know, that's cool, dude. If you apologize, it's fine. It's, it's one thing to verbally apologize, but also demonstrate it too. Let the world know, let Alexa Bliss know, let everybody know that you really are sorry. Don't just tell us, show us. And to the people that are are going to the extreme of hitting up this dude's parents, I mean, come on, guys. Like, the hell's wrong with you? There's just some things you don't do. So I, you know, if anybody that is doing that is listening to this show right now, I urge you, I plead with you, please, stop doing that. Please, don't do it. If you know somebody that's going to be doing anything like that, please try to talk them out of it. Don't do it. Don't need to make it worse. He said what he said. She called him out on it. He apologized. People stood up for her. That should be the end of it. That should be the end of it. Cyberbullying is crazy. Bullying in general is crazy. A few years ago, the um, a, a relative of the booker for the EWF, the, the main home promotion that I worked for, you know, he had a relative that took his life due to bullying at school. We did a an event, a fundraiser for, you know, anti-bullying and whatnot because of that. And that's just, like I said, man, it's, it's not just a wrestling thing. It's not even just an online thing. It happens in, in person. It happens at school. It happened before the internet boom. You know? Walking down the halls of school, somebody puts a kick me sign on your back. Wonder why everybody's just beating the crap out of you in the hallway for no reason. Find out you got a sign on your back that says kick me. You know? Like, it's... There's so many things. You know, I used to, like I said, I used to get picked on all the time. It's just not nice. You know, I everybody in PE class would always rib on me because I was the fat kid in PE class. I took 20 minutes to run a mile, so everybody ragged on me for that. You know, I, I'm so sorry that I can't run it in fucking seven minutes like all you guys, you know, that are on the soccer team and the, and the baseball team and shit. I had different interests. I had a different lifestyle. I got picked on for that. There's stuff from elementary school that I remember. I'm not going to get into detail about it, but there's stuff that's just, it sticks in your mind. Stuff that happened to me when I was, what, 10, 11 years old. And I'm, I'm going on 37 and I still remember this shit. It sticks with you. 
It's just not right. Stop. For fuck's sake, stop, man. Just be nice. You can have a disagreement with somebody. You don't have to like the same shit. But you don't have to hate each other. You don't have to destroy another person's life. You don't have to put somebody through hell. You can have a few choice words. That's fine, too. Don't give death threats. Don't encourage somebody to take their lives. We lost somebody last week because of this shit. That's unneeded. It's unnecessary. It's bullshit, man. That's that's all I wanted to say on that. I just want to be very open with everybody out there about that shit. All right. I'm going to wrap things up. That's it for this week and all blown up. I want to appreciate... Uh, I, I do appreciate you listening. I want to thank you for listening. I'm getting my words tangled up here. Um, don't forget, uh, on Saturdays here on, on uh, anchor.fm. Uh, anchor.fm slash ring scoops, we do ring scoops retro. I haven't figured out what match I'm going to do this weekend. I'm thinking about doing something from ECW. I've, I've done a lot of WWE and, and WCW stuff. I want to do something ECW. If you have any suggestions, feel free to email me ringscoops at gmail.com or you can hit me up Instagram or Twitter at ringscoops and also facebook.com slash ringscoops as well. And I want to thank everybody. Last week we when uh, Pro Wrestling Tees had the Memorial Day sale thing uh, for a couple of days, you got 20% off using the code MEMORIAL. We had quite a bit of sales. So everybody out there that purchased some ringscoops merch, Thank you guys from the bottom of my heart, man. I, I really appreciate that. That's that's awesome stuff right there. You, y'all, y'all kick ass, man. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. And I also want to thank everybody out there too that 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 came to me when I got that nasty DM and I put it up on Twitter and Instagram for everybody to see. I had a huge response from people, and that meant a lot to me. It really did. It showed that people are out there that do care there are people out there that that don't want to see this crap go on with people getting these nasty messages and getting threatened and, and bullied and cyber bullied and cyber stalked it's another thing too cyber stalking and just stalking in general it's just not needed it's just nasty shit but I want to thank everybody out there for the support and uh, that's about it so Thank you all for tuning in. Until next time, I'm that Ring Scoops guy saying thank you, good night, and be cool.